0: bringing you another episode of Joy and Hope. Pray with me, please. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Totus tuas Maria. Ego sum. I am totally yours, Mary. Hey, guys. So, this is a really exciting video, too, because it is our first patron-inspired video. If you consider supporting me financially, which, check out in the link below how to do so, whether that is becoming a monthly patron or making a one-time donation, both super appreciated. Um, But as a patron exclusively, you get to help decide the content of these episodes. So today we have our first patron-inspired one, as I said, And this one is actually extra special to me because it is inspired by my own mother. So shout out to Jenny Mueller. Thank you so much, Mom, for becoming a patron. Um, You and Dad and your support mean more than the world to me, truly. And I love you guys so much. So this video is for you. Um, my mom requested that I talk about something that came up in a conversation she and I had recently over text. So as you noticed already, I'm sure if you are literate, um, this video is called Christians and Karma. So a few weeks back, there was a situation that my mom and I heard about in the news and uh, it was just one of those situations that makes your blood boil, like sets you off, sets your teeth on edge, like whatever you want to think about, you know, analogy wise, like it's just an injustice that like something wells up inside of you where it's like, these people are so clearly in the right and this person or these people are so clearly in the wrong. And it's just like, so obvious and you're like how does not everyone see this and we see this in the news all the time we see this in movies all the time when you're a little kid on the playground you see this all the time like in life there's so many things that in our mind and even as Christians we might be like God that's not fair that's not fair like why why is that happening And I'm not going to lie because, (laughs) mom, as you know, um, my mom deletes her texts all the time. And so sometimes it's kind of annoying because then she's like, hey, do you still have that one thing that I sent you because I deleted my texts? And I'm just like, mom. Um, So this situation is the same thing. So we're not really sure what she had texted me about the situation. But she was really upset. She was really angry, as she had every right to be, because, like, this was a very unjust situation. It also, like, made me made me really angry. And so when we were texting about it, um, when she texted me first saying, hey, have you heard about this? Um, like, I just, I just can't even believe that this could happen. Okay. I had what I like to call one of my Holy Spirit moments, just because When anything good happens through us, we have to recognize that that's God, right? Because He is the source of all good things. So if I say anything, if I do anything, if I speak any truth on any level, or anything that someone else needs to hear that like resonates in their soul, and that they're like, "Wow, I really needed to hear that," or "Wow, that was really good," I like to recognize that as God, because all good things come from Him. So this text that I sent her back. was one such instance because she shared with me later how much it really touched her. And so we're going to talk about this a little bit at her request, which I'm really excited about. So anyway, um, just to be a little bit vague on the situation for privacy reasons, um, this is mostly what I said. So I replied to my mom and I said, God is a just God. As much as these people or you or me hate that this is happening, like the people it was happening to, God hates it far worse. He knows how these people tried to do the right thing. And God will never let their sacrifice go unrewarded. He will come through for them. And he will continue to bring good out of this otherwise terrible situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old. I can't see. He also never lets people get away with sin. We absolutely have to pray for the repentance of the guilty party. Because that itself would be a miracle. And that would also help the situation way more than if something bad were to happen to that person. If it doesn't, though, and they go their whole life without repenting, then they will likely get what's coming to them. It's just something that is in God's hands. So a couple things that I want to talk about and kind of unpack that text and where the inspiration, I think, for that um, largely came from. God is love. God is love. And in the beginning of time, when he created us and the world and everything in it, it was good. In the book of Genesis, in the very first chapter, we read, God creates good things. Like, everything's good, and then humans are very good because we're made in His image and likeness. Like, God only creates good. It was never God's intention that there would be sin, that there would be hurt, that there would be this injustice that just hurts us so much. But when Satan fell... When Lucifer, the archangel, who had been the bearer of light, that's what the name Lucifer literally means. like When that angel fell and became Satan, the accuser, the devil, and a third of the angels fell with him, they now run amok in our world. And so why do we have evil evil inspirations? Why do we ever want to do the wrong thing? It's only because of those demons. Think about it. I had this revelation weeks ago, but I mean, it's so true. Like, if Eve had never been tempted by the devil, she never would have considered eating the fruit of the tree. The only reason she did was when the devil started whispering in her ear, did God really say that? Is God really sure what he's talking about? Like, those things don't come from us. Yes, in our free will, we can choose to act on those temptations, but they don't come from us. They come from the accuser. They come from the devil and they come from the other fallen angels, the demons. But unfortunately, Eve did give into that Adam did give into that. We live in a fallen world where we all fall into that. And as a result, uh, that injustice. Right. First thing I want to read. It comes from this little book called My Daily Bread by the Confraternity of the Precious Blood. And I was reading it today, and this one line really stood out to me on this note. And it's about the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross. So it says, Christ speaking to you, this passage. On the cross, I hung an agony, the perfect victim for sin. By my self-sacrifice, the divine justice was completely satisfied. Like, what does that mean? So, God is a just God. We recognize that when there's something wrong, like something good needs to happen to like make up for that. That's why, that's why as Catholics, we recognize that through the sacrament of reconciliation, we not only say we're sorry for our sins, but we go further than that. We do a penance, a penance that the priest assigns to us in order to atone for what we've done wrong. When I was texting my mom. I was saying how we really need to pray for this person's repentance, the person who was in the wrong because all of our sins, they have to be atoned for. We can't just say we're sorry. They have to be made up for in some way or another. That's largely why we have to face so many struggles in our lives Like the Lord gives us crosses for all sorts of reasons and I'm not God. And so I don't know why you might be struggling with one thing or one day if I'm just frustrated by every single person and thing, I don't know exactly why he's letting me go through that, but I know that it is in part to make up for our own sins and the sins of the world because God is a just God. But as this book was saying, Christ's sacrifice perfectly atoned for the divine justice like god the father needs no more like uh, it's so hard to explain right he just wants us to repent he just wants us to come to him Run to him in the sacrament of confession. Like he wants us to say that we're sorry because he wants to forgive us. He doesn't want us to have to suffer. Like like God isn't trying to make every single person suffer some terrible thing. Even after they say they're sorry. A lot of that we just have to trust to him. But when Jesus died on the cross, the main point I want to focus on right here. That when Jesus died on the cross, God's desire, God the Father's desire for this justice, it was satisfied. So it's not up to us to decide whether or not a situation is just or how we think things should be made even. A really good example on this note that I heard Last Sunday at mass by a visiting priest, he was commenting on last Sunday's gospel passage, sorry, Um, which was from the gospel of Matthew chapter five, verses 38 through 48, which is the passage all about Jesus saying to the disciples, you've heard it said an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, but I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek. Turn the other one as well. Etc. It goes on for quite a bit. Feel free to look it up if you want. Matthew 5. 38-48. But he told us this story. Um, I want to say. It was about a man who lives out in California. Doing work with. Either some sort of prison ministry. Or inner city ministry. Some sort of ministry That. Unfortunately, you could see the person being taken advantage of easily in. And according to father, that was no different. And he said this man was being interviewed once, and that's exactly what the person asked him was, do you feel like these people take advantage of you? And he thought about it. And his answer was astonishing. He said something along the lines of, I give my advantage away freely every day. It's impossible for anyone to take it from me. And so Father's point was, as Christians, we don't get to look at a situation and be like, hmm. People aren't treating me in this way and therefore that's not fair. There's this imbalance and it's up to me to try to get restitution or make it just or make it right. Or if this person's not doing this thing for me, I am not going to like do this other thing for them. Like It's all about this balancing act in our mind sometimes. And Father was just like, no, that's not the case. We can't. Think of it as the world does. It's not an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. We should be constantly looking to give ourselves away out of love for others, which is love for Christ. And if we do that, no one can ever take anything away from us because we are freely giving it. It might hurt. But it's not about things being fair. That just really hit home with me. And I got to thinking about what a popular term karma is. Because that's actually, even though mom didn't say the text, we know that she had used the word karma when she had first texted me about it. Like, hope karma catches up with the person. That's not how God designed the world to work. And if we want to make the world a better place, the place that God designed it to be, it can't be by fighting fire with fire. Or a better example that I like to think, darkness with darkness. We're all still going to be stumbling around. Like we have to bring light And we have to, as Christians, bring love to dark situations. Otherwise, no one will ever see Christ and no one will ever get to heaven. So today, I just really want to encourage you to take heart. Know that God is a just God, that when Jesus died on the cross, that the father's desire for justice was perfectly satisfied. He knows that we're still going to mess up, but he wants us to run to him to say that we're sorry and to make up for our sins in whatever way possible so that we don't have to spend eternity separated from him because of what we've done, but that we can go to heaven because of Christ's sacrifice and because of our constant sacrifices every day, even when things don't seem fair, to choose love, even when other people around us aren't, even when other people are giving in to the gossip or the frustration or the darkness, that we can continue to be that light holding on to the hope of heaven. All for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, guys. And God bless. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast. We seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full time, bringing you the inspiring, creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.